This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I overslept. Damn rooster didn't crow. It's time for Early Break. Sponsored by Midwest Bank. Live from Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. I'm wrong, but I'm not. Husker Online, Steve Sipple. If I were a feral cat. And longtime college football assistant coach. Bill Bush. You get one team. Mine's the Houston Oilers. I'm, so, not, I'm not the Texans, and I'm not the Titans, so, so I'm out. This is Early Break. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, Bill Bush on Early Break. Hour 2... Sponsored by our friends at Midwest Bank, member FDIC. Oh, yeah, here we go. Location in Lincoln at 27th and Jamie Lane, new location coming to 70th and Pioneers by early 2024. And what is Steve Schindler's special today, Bill? Well, I'm going to let you guys know right now, Shindaddy's not in the bank. He's not in <laughs> the bank today. What? What's going His on? His prowess has been noticed. His prowess have been noticed. He was. Where are you picking up these words? By the way, he was whisked. He was whisked away today at 5:04 a.m. in a private jet with Tammy in tow, headed to Garland Texas Resort in Dallas. He's the guest supervisor of the CFP. He's the guest supervisor of the college football playoffs that come out tonight. So he is sitting on the right hand of Boo Corrigan today, going over. the college football playoff rankings. <laughs> so he is heavily involved. It's a big job. It's a big job like that. It's a, that he, uh, he Whist away. Whist away. And he wants, there's two things. So he's helping with the entire process. He will make some of the final, if there's a tight decision, he makes the final decision. So he knows on, college football? Oh yeah, absolutely. He, so he knows the rankings. And also he's working very diligently with the college football playoff committee on the Connor Stallion situation oh boy. At, at, at Central Michigan. Shouldn't somebody at the Journal Star yeah. know this? Yeah. This should. is a story. Yeah. Or the World Herald. Yeah. They should. Yeah. What, what about Steve Schindler. Schindler. Yes. 
is helping the CFP. Yes, from Midwest Bank. And also assisting in in the investigation of one of the biggest scandals in American sports history. He's he's the the right-hand man. He sits right next to Boo Corrigan today, the AD from NC State. And then also he's going to delve deep into this with uh, with he also he meets with Petiti also he does yes he'll oh, meet is that right yes just through Zoom because through Zoom. he can't do can't it can't get to Chicago can't get to Chicago Dallas to Chicago. Dallas Chicago guys oh. that's just that's that's day one he's stuff got, plus he's running bang yeah <laughs> he's got to do loans too today too he'll do it a what a day here. for him yeah, and Tamara gets to go too yeah they flew out this morning early so she'll shop yeah, she'll shop today they, yeah they do while he's doing his yeah, they'll be at the Gaylord so there's probably some sort of entertainment yeah, of course probably yeah, a band. Or something. Wow! Actually. So I didn't know. I didn't know he yeah. was that into college football. Yes, yes, he does it all. You talk to him. I talked to him. So wait a second, Jake. You know what's going on here? What's what? that? Bill. Bill has That's a big this. influence on. I threw some the things college out there. football players. I threw some things out there. <laughs> Mention this one. I, I, Jim, I, I threw, threw some things out there. We have all of a sudden, Bill. if you see a three-loss team in the top four, <laughs> you know something. If Utah's go, little Utah. too high. <laughs> And at number two, Utah. The Utes. <laughs> Bill Bush. That is Bill Bush all over. Herbie Herbie mentions Bill Herbie Bush. Bush. <laughs> that tells me they flash a picture of me. Why is Utah sticks? <laughs> <laughs> they just got hammered by Washington. <laughs> they went hey, up. Listen, they they went, went up the ranking. That's right. Played, played very diligently. They're moving up. So anyway, FTIC. Shin Daddy. Yes, very busy today in the Scott Gaylord Resort. Whisked away. From, yes. Wow. Private jet. Just him and Tamara. Amazing. Does Tamara, yeah. I mean, is, is, is all this a little much for Tamara? You know what? She's just, she has seen, you know, you know, he's ascending. She says he's been ascending his entire life. This does not, good catch, place her, to be. Does not catch her off. Guard. I mean, I think about Shin Daddy a lot. Uh, At age 60, he's, yeah. he's, he's still... Well, yeah, he's ascending. He's, he's, he's aging gracefully. Yeah, he's doing. And he's we should have him in for an aging grace. grace we should. Yeah. He should help. He's should be have here, him in. right yeah, here, right here in studio. Yeah, right here. <laughs> he's pretty busy. Come on, Shin Daddy, find some time for us. <laughs> I tell you one thing. He, he texted. He said he, he said he loved the song that Jake played today. He oh, he, he did. Loved, and he loved. They loved that you played the entire song. I, well, he's <laughs> yes. welcome. You want, that was for you, Shin Daddy. He on, might have to get you out of trouble, Jake. Trouble, Jake. He can help me out. Alabama lawyers too. You know, lawyers. But they have better lawyers than us. They probably do. Thanks to Midwest. Our yeah. two sponsor. Okay, uh, Matt Rule. Again, we played a lot of audio in the first hour. We've got some more to get to from him. Uh, there is a comment about Marcus Satterfield, yeah, Nebraska's is... offensive coordinator. Who, again, the Nebraska's offense has struggled. That's that's to say the least this year. They've not moved the ball or scored very many points this season. And a lot of frustration from the fan base at Marcus Satterfield. This was late in the press conference, but it was the most important part of the press conference, and I thought it was the most interesting part of the press conference. Here's Matt Rule addressing a fan kind of, you know, displeasure at Marcus Satterfield. Matt Rule yesterday. Yeah, I, I think I think they I think that's part of the fans should do that. I have no problem with that. Fans can be, should be critical of me. Fans should be critical of Sat. Fans should be critical like you come to the game and you sit there and you're like, okay. And, and for me to start, you know, we got this many guys. That's not, that's not who I am. Right. I do think we've, I do think, I think, okay. And I would say even within the coaching community, when people play us and they talk to us afterwards, I think in year one with as many injuries as we've had and different things that have happened, like, like, you know, we've never made an excuse. We've always showed up each week and we battle and we're in every game and we have a chance to be in every game. I think our guys are fighting their tails off and, um, you know, I never talk about changing a culture, but I do believe in instilling a culture. When you instill a mindset and a culture and a process, I think all of that's happening. And I think if people can't feel that, then I – but if you say to yourself, like, hey, are we – is this heading in the right direction? And, you know, so um, 
I mean, I got a true freshman Jalen Lloyd catching balls behind his hip. You know, like it's just, it's just, it's just going to continue to get better and better and better. So. Um, the answer in life sometimes is always just to change everything, right? Players want to transfer. Everybody wants their their everybody wants their coach, their head coach to fire everybody. Like, has that has that worked out here? Where has that worked out? We're just firing assistant coaches and coaches and coordinators. So we want the we want the whole offense to start over again with a whole new language next year. Like, I'm not doing that. It's ridiculous. So we're gonna we're gonna just be exactly who I said we we're gonna be. We're gonna be a day by day organization that gets better and better and better. We're gonna get through year one. Okay. Most of our guys on offense are coming back. We'll get better and better and better. And then, you know, like you're, some of you guys that you're on the field before the game you usually see me walk around the field. A lot of times I walk with players. A lot of times I walk with hurt players, right? And I'm walking with like Ramir and Deshaun. And I'm like, hey, Gabe, hey, Gabe Irvin, just imagine you at 240 pounds coming down the stretch here in November next year. Like, so, uh, um, you know, Marcus is, Marcus is fighting and scratching and punching and willing to get this thing as good as we can get it. Um, that's what all the guys are doing. And, um, you know, I'm proud. I, I just couldn't tell you how proud I am of guys. Like, Malcolm Hartzog didn't practice last week. And all of a sudden, he's got to go from playing. Then he comes in and practices on Friday a little bit, right? And then he's got to go from safety to corner. So he goes out in the game, and they hit him on a big play, right? And, man, like, like he's fighting for the team. What do we do? We go yell at him? Like, so, yes, fans should absolutely. Like, I'm not here saying that. I'm just saying for me, when it comes to me, I prefer to take all the heat for everything that happens because this is everything that happens here is, is runs by me and yeah we five turnovers falls just on the same page it falls dead on my face like I can't just trust me if you guys know I don't sleep very much to begin with I I lay in bed at night like five turnovers like what are we talking about Matt but the answer is what's the answer the answer is just to just keep getting a little bit better as best I can and and uh, hope that this week we put it all together as far as Satterfield goes I almost look at his two discussions. As far as his work as a play caller, offensive coordinator, but mainly play caller, I the injuries make it so I give him sort of a pass. But he's also the quarterback's coach, mm-hmm. and the quarterbacks have 22 turnovers, and the quarterback play has been mm, subpar, to be kind. And I don't give him a pass on that part. Play calling, trying to get his offense going with all the injuries – I understand, and it's, it, it was going to be di- very difficult. But the quarterback position, if you just isolate what he coaches, now you can't totally separate the two, but I, I tend to. That's where he's failed miserably. And I'm not saying you fire him. I'm not, and you know, Bill, and Jake knows this, I'm about the last guy to fire somebody, especially in year one. I, and like, like, like Rule said, the last thing I'll say on this is just to, just to, uproot that position, the offensive coordinator, change offenses, mm. change languages, change their, really? No. This place needs a little continuity. I, I, From a coach perspective, I liked how the head coach handled that with, right now there, there should be no more, whether you like it or not, there's there's no more conversation of, is, is uh, Satterfield back next year? It's over. It's over. He's back next year. Yeah. And I think Good job. To, 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 to pick up on that is like for your players, for everyone, what do you think? What's going on? I don't know. We'll wait and see. Two more games. It's been it's been made very clear right now that Satterfield is the offensive coordinator here. Yep. So I think that that is a that's a plus side for if you're a quarterback right now. Just going like I don't know. Are we changing everything next year. I don't know. Let's wait and see what happens. This is what we're doing. This is how we're going to go about it. And it also gives you confidence. And you, 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 if if I'm an assistant, if I'm in Satterfield's shoes, I would like 
a head coach because I'm sure that they have hard discussions behind closed doors on what needs to be done and things that need to be better, whatever it is. But just to have like, no, we're not doing that. I hired a Great guy point, that I know. Bill. Great point. It's over. That conversation's over. That conversation's I over. I mean, if he wouldn't have said that. It wasn't like a hard statement, but it really was. Yeah. He didn't come out and say, just everyone knows. Right. He, he didn't say, he goes, yeah, we're not changing that. We're right. not doing that. I mean, yeah, that's right. So, now that's over. Yeah. We don't, you know, if next week there's another struggle, we're not saying, oh, I wonder, I wonder if he'll. going to happen, yeah. I wonder if Satterfield will be back. Yeah. Sean, yeah. what are we going to do here? Yeah. No, that's over. God, gets a, gets a good point, Bill. Nips it in the oh. bud. Yeah. So, I mean, again, Satterfield's stats as a coordinator over his time at Temple in Nebraska, South Carolina have never been exactly exceptional. That, that's where fan. That's where the frustration goes to is that people look at the history. What were the numbers? Do you have the numbers? I don't have them. I know what. The, do you, okay. Here's yeah, the. I'll find them. Where you that. find them, I'll, <clears throat> I'll say something. The numbers. It'd be speaking good for the. I'm sure the listeners would like to hear. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, the numbers are important, but they have to be put into proper context. And I don't know what these situations Jake's about to reel off here. I don't know what he There's always situations. Yeah, I don't know what he inherited. I don't know what was being asked. So it's hard just to look at numbers and say, okay, that's that's what defines it. So in terms of yards per game, this is what this is the stats we have here in Mm -hmm. Satterfield's career as a coordinator. Uh, at Temple he was there from twenty thirteen to twenty fifteen. And in yards per game, Temple was hundred and seventh in twenty thirteen at three twenty two yards per game. 2014, they were 74th, so improvement, but still not great, at 399 yards per game. And in 2015, Temple, he was 117th with yards per game at 308. Two years at South Carolina in 21 and 22, uh, they were 111th in 2021 at 336 yards per game. 2022, uh, they were 71st, so improvement, at 378. And then, of course, this year at Nebraska so far, 113th in the country at 317 Mm-hmm. yards per mm-hmm. game. So the best he's ever had in, in six years as a coordinator is 71st mm-hmm. in the country in terms of yards per game. Mm-hmm. So you think that's part of the the, the fan narrative mm-hmm. is based off of it is. not just this yep. year of, of more than that. But well, I, yeah, he came from South Carolina where he had a rough ride. Right. He had a rough yeah. ride. And and people know it yeah. and all that. But the, the, And this is a rough ride this year, but, but he didn't walk into a bunch of talent here. He didn't. I mean, that's in some of the talent he walked into is watching from the sideline right now. Mm-hmm. He had a good, I, I like what Rule said about Gabe Irvin. What if you had Gabe Irvin right now? It, Gabe Irvin is, is going to be a good November runner, I would think, because he's, you know, he's a big dude, you know, gets tough in November. Yeah. He's the kind of guy that will excel. They don't have him, they don't have a lot of guys. Some of uh, Ron points out that Satterfield did okay when he had Spencer Rattler just get the, the right players. I mean, This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, Rather, Rather was good at the end of the season. He was not great the start of last right. season. So they right? put a big number on Tennessee, is what yep. everybody remember. And, Cle- and Clemson, both yeah. teams. The yeah. Two games in a row. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching it. I did watch it because Nebraska played an early game, and I went home and watched South Carolina, Tennessee, and I was struck by the yeah. speed. I mean, that's they have they had SEC speed, South Carolina. They're not, that, 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 yeah. that roster in South Carolina looks nothing like this one in terms of speed. They, right. had, they had a couple dudes that could fly. Yeah, they did. You know, they did. But like I said, uh, a, a very, um, not bold, but a very uh, stern comment made by the head coach. I, yeah, that, I like, yeah, you make a that, good point, Bill. And if, if you're, it gives you by, I'll tell you what really helps, it really helps you try to win the last two games. It really helps that. that no, no, this is our coordinator. I know, everyone knows there's noise. Just don't worry about it. That's our coordinator. We're not changing anything. So quarterbacks don't panic about anything. No one panic. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going to do. Sticking with this, mm-hmm. away we go, get mm-hmm. better every day. Yep. So I think I think from top down, it's a smart move. And it is, and the one thing we should add, it is a very young offense right now, really young, Un- underclassmen all yep. over the place. Just a handful of upperclassmen on that side of the ball. It's a bunch of young guys, and if you can get them back, you might be okay. You got to get them back. You know, you can't have key guys going to the portal. Get them back. Yeah, and as Rule said, I mean, every every program you hear fans want to fire a coach. Basically, it, it yeah, happens. Sure. Defensive, it happens everywhere. At Alabama, yeah. it happens sometimes, right? I'll fire this guy, and they're always good. Yeah. They're always good. Well, and you can find examples of hold, when you hold on to a coach, it it hurts. I mean, there's yep. well, just think yeah. about it. That Penn State's ten and they'll be ten and two this year. Uh, they scored thirty against Iowa, which no one does. Mm-hmm. They scored fifty-one against Maryland, which I, I just think about what Maryland score last week. Uh, Maryland scored 15. They 13. scored 13 on Nebraska. Oh, 13 on Nebraska. 13. Yeah. I scored 13. And so my point of it is, is that, is that the, is a, the opportunities in that last game against Penn State, when, they had, oh. when Penn State was scoring all those points. 51. Yeah, scoring 51. Maryland still had the ball, but there was only 17, though. That was 15 or 17. I thought it was more than that. I thought I had a little bit more points. But anyway, the, the point of it is, is that the coordinator got fired. They're got 10 and whacked. 2. They're ten and two, and they had two games against two defenses of like, I will, we'll see, you know, who like who, who goes against them. Now I will say Notre Dame moved the ball better against Ohio State, much better, much better when you watch that game. Mm. But uh, but that's a tough one. You're like you're, they said ten and two. I know. You got fired. Uh, right now, it, right now in the driver's seat. Obviously, it, it, they could end it on Saturday. Iowa is in a great position, and their offensive coordinator got fired. It's rough business. Still you're in a ru- you're in a, ru- you're in a rugged yes. business, man. I mean, it really, it really becomes yeah. apparent in November when guys start losing jobs like that that are yeah. eight and two. Yeah. Mike Yurkich. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're fired. And, and we all felt that Rutgers was a very good defense, and uh, Iowa hung up four hundred and some yards. Four hundred. That was that was an impressive show. They got four hundred two. Four hundred two. And especially the way they play. Yep. They play very. And, and guess what? Guess what? Uh, Rutgers does, does the same thing. Plays very methodical. So to, to so to have that point, four hundred two. That's a lot of yards. That's a lot of yards. Just a tough game. defense. You would say yeah. Rutgers is a physical defense. Absolutely. See, this is Jake. It's a rugged business. 
And I've always been, you know how I've been. I mean, I get include. I always get the apologist tag. I'm just, it's just hard for me to fire coaches in this in this business. Yurkich got fired. Yeah. Come on, yeah. that had to be outside pressure. It outside, had to be. Out, yeah, it, it makes no sense. A little overreaction, probably there. Well, the coach, I don't know. He's got to answer to the shareholders. Probably has to maybe maybe answer to bosses. Then also, it's possible it was just James Franklin's yeah. decision. I don't know. James Franklin made two horrific decisions in going for two. I mean, it was oh, just, yeah. I mean, just, yep. and he made them. And they, and they asked him hard in the press conference couldn't about it. it. And he couldn't even answer it. He couldn't even uh, analytics. It's like, it's like, don't chase points early, which was dumb. It could have been 14 10. Yep. And then late, it's like, don't chase them there ever. You always take the extra point and yep. then you're down one score. That's right. If you don't make it, it's, it's over. Yep. And Lincoln Raleigh did the exact same thing against Oregon. The exact same thing. It's like, no, you kick the extra point and you're down eight. That's what you do. You don't make it. Oh, we're down nine. Oh, now we're out. That made no sense. And, 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 and in the press conference where they fired the offensive coordinator, do you think for one second that he was like, we're going? And and, and you think you think Franklin said, no, we're not. Kick it. No, we're not. I'm sending them out there, coach. Nope. Head coach made the decision. Yep. Good point. Head coach made the decision, and it made no sense. And listen to the press conference; he didn't even know. He didn't. He didn't. Know, he couldn't answer the question. Couldn't, couldn't answer the question. They even went back to Adam and said, "I will say this: Franklin did not get upset when he got challenged because he knew. He goes, because if I if I if I challenge this one, I'm sure going into he's probably like, I better be prepared. Yep. When I get asked these, to not freak out mm -hmm. because so I, I made, made a mistake. Because I made a mistake on this one. God. And now, God, in, in the end, lost his mind. Or in the game. in the end, do you, do you sit there and say that that? Was the actually hundred percent cost him the game? No, no, not really. So that way you, you kind of no. a little get out of jail free cards, like. But just the in-game management is, is uh, was was shocking. See, the, see, think about this. This is why, why I respect football and why I follow it closely. Think about the decisions he's making in front of a hundred thousand people and whoever's watching on TV. Jake, when we make bad bad moves, oh wait, I mean, not that many people see it. Nobody's watching our like show. Like I told, I, I, <laughs> oh, I when, when people always people come up and talk to me, like, hey, listen to the show. I go, I had no idea the mics were even on. I, didn't even know, I, I thought we were just talking to ourselves. Well, you're making decisions. Hey, Bill, would you come in every morning? Let's talk to ourselves. Just do I it. Just us talk amongst ourselves. Talk for two hours. Hours. We're just recording this. A pretend we have radio show. Pretend radio show. That's what we do. This yeah. is real. Just pretend. Yeah. Which is one of the great scenes of a movie. Along came Polly. No, I did not see that. that. It's not. A, it's a great movie. It's a Jennifer Aniston movie. Okay. But, but the guy in the movie. To, to to create a buzz around himself, he hired a complete, um, a complete uh, TV like uh, studio to follow him around. So that, cameras, like, the cameras and and mics and all this stuff, like they were doing, like they were doing. They were, That's awesome. It, they, they, like they were doing a show on him, and they weren't. Can they, you imagine, Bill? Bill, I could totally see it. Cameras following cameras him in here every day. day. What's going on with Bill? <laughs> wow, they're just doing a documentary. They're doing a documentary show. show. It's gonna be, you're you're going to see. What's it yeah. going to be on MTV? Yeah. They're doing my life story. The real world. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll I'll be doing it for the next three months. <laughs> just deal with this. <laughs> just follow me around. Don't, don't pay attention <laughs> to him. Just the whole day we had a camera cool. set up there. <laughs> just right at us. Just people sitting back there on the couch. Sitting back there on the couch. But I hired him. I hired him. Somebody's doing Bill's makeup over there. They're coming. him look big. Man, Bush has got a lot stuff going on man bush has got a documentary, documentary made about it's incredible what's it gonna be you're just kind of shrugging it off and, yeah. and, and put fake espn jackets on so it's like 30, <laughs> it says 30 for 30 30 for 30 yes we need that yes uh before we get to break i'm gonna play something real quick 
Tell me if you ever heard this song before. You ever heard this before, ever, guys? Does that sound familiar to you? Yeah? Kind of. What's going on here, Jay? That is the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Oh, God. All right? Yes. Yeah. They're coming to Lincoln. Oh, they Thursday, are. Thursday, two days from now at Pinnacle oh, Bank Arena. Pinnacle. Wow. You want to get Christmas started off right? I know it's before Thanksgiving and everything, yeah. but... Uh, November 16th, Thursday, Pinnacle Bank Thursday. Arena, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. It's the ghost of Christmas Eve, the best of Trans-Siberian Orchestra and more. PBA, again, Ticketmaster.com. It's an incredible show. I saw it last year yeah. at Mid-America Center in Council Bluffs. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Did you go with, with the lovely Elizabeth? I did go with Elizabeth. It mm. was great. Anything happen that night? No. <laughs> we watched it constant concert. Get your tickets today. At Ticketmaster.com. <laughs> the Sassy. ticket. That's the ticket. Thursday night. Trans-Siberian Orchestra at PBA. When we come back, NFL winners oh, and God. losers. Oh, wow. Week oh, 10 edition on early break. thing comes up how the game ended last night. <laughs> on the ticket. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.